Heavenly Father, we are here in the name of Jesus Christ on the first day of the week to prepare a daily worship, you know, coming uh, the week, Lord. Cleanse our, our sins, iniquities, or transgressions kind of things by the blood of Jesus Christ and also cleanse our soul through the words of God to make our soul and spirit without spot and without blemish, without wrinkle road to appear before you in the future as glorious, glorious one, Lord. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Yeah, let me read the uh, uh, book of Psalm chapter 69. Actually, this psalm is prophecy of Jesus Christ who will receive, you know, all kind of suffering and shame on behalf of us, okay? It's kind of prophecy. When I read, um, I bless you to understand the prophecy. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul. I sink in deep mire, where there is no standing, I am come into deep waters, where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying, my throat is dried, mine eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of mine head. They that would destroy me, being mine enemies wrongfully, are mighty, then I restored the which I took not away. O God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for, my, for thy sake I have a bound reproach, shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house hath eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached thee have fallen upon me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was to my reproach. I wait. I made uh, sackcloth also mine garment, and I became a proverb to them. They that sit in the gates speak against me, and I was a song of the drunkards, drunkards. But as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Lord. In an acceptable time, O God, in a multitude of my of thy mercy, Hear me, 
to the truth of thy salvation. Deliver me out of the mire and let me not sink. Let me be uh, delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me. Neither let the deep swallow me up and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is good. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies and hide not thy face from the servant, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw nigh unto my soul, and redeem it. Deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach, and my shame, and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all before thee. Reproach hath broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness, and I looked for some to take pity, that there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me also a gift for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table become a snare before them, and that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Let their eyes be darkened, neither they see not, and make their loins continually to shake. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy uh, wrathful anger take hold of them. Let air habitation be uh, desolate, and let none dwell in their tents. For they uh, prosecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk to the grief of those whom thou hast wounded. An iniquity unto their iniquity, and let them not come into thy righteousness. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living and not be written with the righteous. But I am poor and sorrowful. Let thy salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord better than an ox or a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this, and he glad and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. For the Lord here is the poor, and despises not his prisoners. Let the heaven and earth praise him, the sea and everything that moveth therein. 
for God will save Zion and will build the cities of Judah that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. When King David prayed, you know, Holy Spirit took his spirit, and so they let him prophecy of the Lord Jesus Christ to come. So when we read, you know, some of um, King David, we have to be able to discern the prophecy in his prayer. And it is called prayer in the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, nobody can pray. Prayer always means whenever Holy Spirit give us utterance, thought in our heart so that we just speak through our mouth or we may just say in our heart in the Holy Spirit. This is real prayer. Okay. Today's in the main scripture is the book of Daniel chapter 12 verse 1 through 3. Book of Daniel chapter 12. Yeah, Daniel was a very young man. Boy, you know that? He was a man of God. You know, to do the ministry of God, you know, the age is nothing to do with that, okay? Yeah, a five-year-old man, boy, can preach in the Holy Spirit. It really happened, you know, in Norway a long time ago. Yeah, let me read the three verses, okay? Daniel chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. I learned this one, you know, when I was elementary school boy. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that Time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn, turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Yeah. Daniel is talking about a prophecy of somebody who will receive everlasting life and also somebody who will receive everlasting shame and insult. Everlasting life in heaven. Everlasting shame and insult, contempt in the hell. Yeah, most people living in the present world, as well as regardless, you know, countries and nations, one of the most disliked is shame and insult. Yeah, whenever they are shamed, you know, they are insulted, you know. 
got angry, right? Yet they do not know that it is everlasting shame and insult that they cannot receive everlasting life. They are doing their best to avoid the shame and insult, spending time and money with many kinds of methods in the short time of the present world. Yeah, God showed Daniel, he was a wise man, of what is everlasting life and everlasting shame and everlasting insult. When God spoke to Daniel, it was before the church of God was born, that he showed the people of Israel everlasting life and everlasting shame. But on the other hand, it was also the word that God showed for all those who live in this age, in time of church of God. It has 2,000 years. It is called the era of grace. God testified that the first thing that appears before the beginning of the eternity word is a seven-year great tribulation that will appear before us pretty soon. At this time, he testified that there will be people to repent and be saved in the period of the great tribulation. The Apostle John testified at this time that many Gentiles would be saved. He testified what he saw in the Spirit. After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before that Lamb, clothed with the white robes and psalms in palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying salvation to our God which sits upon the throne and unto the Lamb. Yeah, that is correct. God gives all the Jews and the Gentiles the last chance to receive eternal life without ever being humiliated and insulting. But all those who are saved through the great tribulation will suffer tremendous suffering. The Pastor John testified about how much they shall suffer. Hearing the words of God, you know, you could understand. They shall hunger no more. That means they hunger in tribulation, right? Neither thirst anymore, neither shall the sunlight on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them, and shall lead them unto living fountains of the waters, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Because of this, Apostle John concluded with the words, 
Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Why? Before great tribulation comes, it is a real time for all the people to be born again, to receive salvation. Yeah. It's the last chance. Today is the day for salvation, the day for receiving grace of the Lord. In the last chapter of his last book of Revelation, he said that. So that all the Jews and Gentiles, it is exhorted to believe in the gospel of grace, to receive eternal life, not to receive eternal shame and insult. The prophet Daniel also testified of the glory of those who receive eternal life. And they shall be wise, shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. You know, King Solomon just uh, testified of this, this prophecy. The fruit of righteousness, righteous is a tree of life. And he that when it soars is wise. Yes. The wise thing in the world now before Jesus come. Winning soul. There shall be tree of life through the Holy Spirit. Everyone born in this world with the blood of Adam has been forced to die in sin and in curse and receive eternal shame and insult with the devil who brought forth sin to the world and has to be shamed for eternity in the eternal lake of fire. But God so loved the world and that he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him suffer on the cross and died so that those who believe in him would not perish, that is receive eternal life without everlasting shame and insult. Apostle Paul testified to the Hebrews about this. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Now, yeah, Lord Jesus Christ was looking forward to the day before the completion of our salvation by the joy before him, there is resurrection. And he entered the suffering on the cross, endured the suffering on the cross, exposing of all shame for six hours on behalf of our eternal shame and insult to receive. He even despised the shame for us. 
Our Lord Jesus Christ, the God of wisdom, has been the founder and the finisher of our faith by overcoming our sufferings and shame to save the souls of all who believe in Him. Therefore, the Father God highly exalted Him, giving Him a name above every name, and letting things in heaven and on earth and under the earth to kneel down before the name of Jesus in all tongues to confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. Somebody, there's somebody not, you know, confess Jesus is Lord to many people, but they shall, their tongues shall confess Jesus is Lord in the hell, in the lake of fire, in the future. Yeah. Then they shall understand. But they want to say that, oh, can we believe in you now? Then Jesus will say, it's too late. God also gives those who believe in him eternal life as well as those who turn many people into righteousness to receive the eternal glory in the reward of preaching the gospel to many and winning the souls. Therefore, we have to thoroughly deny ourselves by considering deeply our Lord Jesus Christ in this age, okay? Why we are living in the world who had endured and sustained our sufferings and shame, not only to give us eternal life, but also to reward the eternal glory, to make us in our rulers in his millennium. Therefore, we have to follow the Lord to the end with joy. Yes, Jesus said, you know, if you bear much fruit, it's a way to glorify my Father. Then, my joy shall remain in you to fulfill, to feel the joy in you, right? It is real joy. Also, looking up on the day of resurrection, that is the day of rapture, also called as the day of Christ, when we receive the reigning power shining as the stars in heaven. Yes. As much as we suffer with, with Christ now, we shall be glorified by, by Him. The ruling with Him a thousand years before we go heaven forever. I bless all of you understand His word. And so you may be able to behave yourself. That means what? We have a time, right? 24 hours per day, seven days a week, 12 months a year, 365 or 366 days in a year. Yeah, that is the lot of time, lot of time to given to be given to us. We should be able to time management, time management, review, examine yourself. 24 hours, how much time you dedicate for the Lord? Incorruptible, immortal things, everlasting things. Examine yourself how much time you dedicate for corruptible, mortal things. 
if you today examine yourself, it's the way to be wise before God. Amen.